Red alert. All hands stand the battle station. kids doing for fuck's sake no oh sorry thought we were doing an <laughs> mst3k joke <laughs> no <laughs> are you boys building an interocitor up there oh uh by the way everybody welcome to episode 66 of the nerd or not podcast uh oh yes we're doing a podcast i forgot about 65 that. i'm sorry <laughs> whatever uh i'm jay with me as always it's bob and Corey, and we are three guys i've been friends for way 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 longer than anyone probably had money on uh and we're gonna talk nerd <laughs> shit that's that's what we do uh we're gonna talk nerd stuff uh I, I know uh these guys are gonna try to turn me into a weeb like them today and uh i look forward to their suggestions uh that's but i'm sure the there's agenda. other stuff too uh bob i'm gonna leave the rundown up to you because i have not looked at it um and oh, uh, fuck the rundown <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Okay, hold on. I don't even bother anymore with that. Okay, fine. Uh, well, do you have any subjects you want to talk about, like quick stuff before we get yeah, into there, the, 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 the big hits? Uh, there is just like a couple of things. I want to talk a little bit about theme parks because there's some bigs going sure. on. It's going on soon. Okay. Earlier today, I bought my Rush of Fear Pass for Halloween Horror Nights 29, mm. which basically gets me into Halloween Horror Nights for every single night in the month of September, which is wow. awesome. Which I will uh, be joining him for as soon as I stop being Poe. Okay. Here are some of the houses they have right now. Uh, obviously, Ghostbusters and Stranger Things. Dude, I'm so freakishly jazzed about the Ghostbusters one. And it doesn't make I sense know. because Universal had a Ghostbusters attraction for like a good 20 I, years. That, that, I know. It's <laughs> sensitive. It's, it's like, why? You've been there before. It's, well, <laughs> yes. But it's I don't Ghostbusters. Care. <laughs> it's the fucking Ghostbusters. What do you want? <laughs> oh man, I I can't wait to see what they do with that. It's going to be fun. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's based off both the movies or j- uh, probably just the first movie. If I had to guess, I hope I hope it's but, only based off of Ghostbusters two because he secretly hates me. Is why Ghostbusters two isn't a bad movie. It just wasn't the first. It's one. also not a good um, movie. Let's be honest. It's I, I, yeah. I mean, the only reason I'm saying that is because I've seen worse movies. Sure, but if you're a kid, Granted. and you saw Ghostbusters two. Chances are you legitimately enjoyed it. Doesn't matter if it, was, if it was because you didn't know any better or whatever at the time. It was because they played Jackie Brown while the Statue of Liberty was walking around downtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he is Vico. Yes, and Peter McNichol, who fucking rules yes. in everything he's in. Everything you're doing is wrong. I just want you to know. <laughs> Bob, that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, uh, Ghostbusters trivia. I, uh, I learned something a couple of days ago. Uh, you know how they like uh, revamped Janine's character for uh, after the Ghostbusters, after Ghostbusters 2 came out in the real Ghostbusters? Not they exactly. like redesigned her character, but they made it like a little bit closer to Ghostbusters 2 and not exactly like it. Okay. Um, but the reason they did that, uh, aside from, I guess, trying to get it in line with uh, the branding from the second movie, uh, was that apparently the uh, these uh, the, uh, the cat-eye glasses that she had in the first... Uh, they're not cat-eyes. Um, I want to call them Kamiya glasses, rim? but nobody will fucking get that. Uh, the triangular lenses that she had in the first uh, iteration of Real Ghostbusters were apparently deemed too frightening by standards and practices, and they scared kids, apparently, or at least according to them, they did. Kids are so, dumb. <laughs> Slimer they can handle, but glasses, oh god. Yeah, to change your glasses to this, the round lenses. Um, 
Fucking whatever. All right. Yeah. Ghostbusters house. Sorry. Yes. That's one of the the five proposed uh, IP uh, houses, so along with Ghostbusters, nice, Stranger Things, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and the Universal Monsters. Those are the main uh, IP houses. I think your audio dropped out a little bit. Did you yeah, say space I- space monsters? <laughs> <laughs> Universal th- monsters. Universal monsters. Okay, okay all right. Yeah. I heard, I heard space monsters, too. Us, our d- Discord is a little, little wonky. That's why we're recording our own audio, <laughs> and we'll put that up. Uh, so the IP or the original houses, excuse me, those are all, those last year were just stellar. I loved all the, the, the original, original houses, houses are usually my favorite ones, but we've been we've been over this before. Uh, this year, the 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 names for the uh, five original houses are Tooth Fairy. <laughs> if that isn't starring The Rock, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, Rock the Dwayne uh, Johnson. Thank you very much. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. You're right. I, I screwed up the joke. That's okay. Uh, let's see. After Rock we have the Johnson. Uh, Rock the Johnson. <laughs> That's a euphemism for something. <laughs> yes, it is. For wieners. Hi, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Still watching, Jonathan? Fuck you. <laughs> yes. No, no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can cuss now. Yeah. Well, yes, you've been able to. What has stopped you, really? So some of the other houses are the. Graveyard Hide and Shriek, uh, the Depths of Fear, which is basically a fear house, but I guess it has something more to do with water, like fear of swimming or something like that. Uh, Nightingale's Blood Pit, which is like a a ancient Roman gladiatorial uh, death room or something. I mean, you were cutting out like crazy. Yeah, I just heard heard Death Pit is a gladiatorial bathroom. He was talking about, uh, I think it's called Nightmares, the Blood Pit, which is all uh, Roman. Or I want to, I want to say, um, th- this is massive speculation, by the way, that it's Caligula themed. But that would, that uh, would be incredible. Yeah, that would be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the idea is that it's all like Roman literally. gladiators and stuff, and uh, you're in like an arena, and there's a bunch of you know menacing creatures coming at you. Sure. But most importantly, it's subtitled, and that subtitle is the Blood Pit. Correct. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, two more. There was one called like Graveyard uh, Graveyard Games, I think, which is uh, which is kind of uh, aping the whole uh, Grave Dancers uh, concept. Uh, a bunch of teenagers break into a graveyard and start goofing around with the dead, and all of a sudden the dead are like, "Hey, what are you doing, kids? Get um, off my lawn, fuckers! Yeah, get off my lawn! Look, one of them's oh, never mind. <laughs> I was just about to do social commentary there. Um, and uh, the last one was not Slaughter Cinema, which has me very worried. Because they're doing a whole 80s-themed thing. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I just realized what you meant by space. Killer Crowns from Outer Space is one of the houses this year, instead of just a scare yes. zone. Oh. So they're getting their own attraction. No. Yeah. No, no Killer Clowns no, for Jay, Killer huh? Clowns are stupid. But, but that, that's just... That's, their, their stupidity is what's put you at bay. I think you broke Corey with that comment. It's just, it's, it's. No, just, they are stupid. It's just there's, there's better. If you're gonna do IPs, there's better IPs. Yeah, but like, that scare zone killed. So I'm kind of uh, looking forward to seeing it. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, that's all. Okay, you. I'm well, not, I mean, I'm not gonna go anyway. Even if I lived there, I wouldn't be going. But it's just right. But what, see, that's a pisser because I think you would have enjoyed the shit out of Vamp eighty five. That was I, a cool ass scare zone. So I don't. 
here's here's my problem with 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 horror nights because I went once with EA. I don't uh-huh, like people uh-huh. jumping out and grabbing me. Uh, uh, and and that's well. like that happened once. I was there for twenty minutes and left. Like I was like, I'm fucking good. I don't like people touching me. I don't want to be touched. I'm good. Yeah. That's the one thing that the entire House of Horrors experience is built around. Yeah, I, I don't. So, like, right. I don't like people I know touching me. I don't. I don't want someone that I don't know grabbing my arm or you know, it, it, no, it's not my thing. Well, they they can't touch you. They make a point to mention that. Well, some asshole makes it a point to mention that. Oh no, the insurance regulations have loosened up this year, so people can rape you in the street if they want to. But they actually, literally, cannot touch you. If they do, then they get fired, and then it be they get sued. So <laughs> that's very contractually ironclad amongst the talent that they have to pull for that. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out how last year they were able to get kids for the Stranger Things. One, that was baffling. Which is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not allowed to touch you at all. And I, I, I can tell you for a fact that, um, some actors in one of the original houses back in 2013 really stressed that, uh, notion by, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like this weird militaristically themed zombie, uh, walkthrough and the dudes were like huge. I think they like seriously drafted some people from, um, what was to become the Orlando, uh, the lions, the soccer team. Okay. To be some of their people because they would they were massive and they would just like get like right up in your face like ah like that like no less than three people I could smell what they had for dinner on them they were that close but they did not touch them or they they didn't touch anybody that uh, me or whoever I was with so there are some people that will like try to push an envelope but as long as they go Keanu Reeves with it everything's fine but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my thing i don't like being touched and when i did go yes that wasn't a rule i was touched i was grabbed on the arm and that was enough for me i was like okay fuckers bye later uh i can guarantee you whoever that was got their ass shot out of a cannon after that happened oh th- that may be but that was that was enough to put a bad taste in my mouth like i was like all right yeah, at I'm, least, go- yeah. I'm gonna go to city walk i'm going to margaritaville later <laughs> <laughs> things are much more chill and in- what if margaritaville had its own haunted house attraction Oh, I'd be there for Halloween on and night. I'd, I'd absolutely nights. do that. You you could you could easily do like some kind of like uh, scary gypsies in the palace uh, yeah. thing for a for volcanoes erupting. Some sort of a voodoo themed thing. Oh, absolutely, know. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, so that's attraction stuff. What other uh, any other theme park stuff going on down, Bob? Later on in uh, less than a month, uh, Galaxy's Edge opens up. I forgot about that. <laughs> they that is opening the same day as the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. Guess which one I'm oh, going to. <laughs> dear God, that part of the Disney property is going to be so busy between Epcot and MGM. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother with MGM. Not until like January because only half of the area is going to be open at first. They open up the the more e-ticket attraction in December. So uh, also there is uh, the Epic Universal thing, right? I think that was yeah, that was like the big across the street from where we work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kids have nice. fun with that when you have to leave work when the park is opening for for gate drop. Oh, Luckily, it's giving... opening on the the south end. We can always exit up the north end. Uh, yeah, like I do after eating Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Turd jokes. <clears throat> uh. 
Not to give away too much, but I don't think I'll have too much to worry about that when they finally fucking open up. So <laughs> Yeah, we're years away from that. So what are uh, are you guys playing any games right now before we get into uh, 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 Anime Girl talk? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Here's the thing. Your <laughs> mic cut out just then. And it cut out at like the best moment. Like the, the like the timing was crazy. How good that was. He was like, before we start talking about anime girl, t- and then it cuts off with the T sound. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Oh, marvelous! What are you talking about, Jay? You grandstanding pervert! You, you deviant! You fucking degenerate! Did you just admit to the to the entire world, or at least a mean oh, one one millionth of it, that you're well into the two dimensional female persuasion? I don't know if that if you want that getting out. At least not tonight. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing way too much shit right now. Okay. I've got an avalanche of stuff just dropped on me, especially since like over the past two months. Um, I don't know what it was, but I went through this like period of like severe curiosity that thankfully didn't result in me getting herpes, but instead uh, put like a <laughs> okay. Whole, all right, stop. Uh, yep, so your mic just cut out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And you said, and what you said was, I'm going through a case of curiosity, and thankfully, I've got herpes. Like, <laughs> oh, Discord, oh, I love you. Oh my god, this is the best unintentional comedy ever. Holy shit. <laughs> it's, added, it's added so much to the production. Oh um, my god, I'm fucking crying. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, while I'm uh, while I'm yelping various clinics to take this problem to, um, tons of video games. So, uh, I think the I think the last time I mentioned uh, that that I've been doing Slay the Spire, I got a couple of visual novels going on. Uh, Monster Boy on the Switch. Nice. Um, there's always Smash Brothers, which doesn't really count. Sure. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders two I mentioned last time. Yep. And uh, what the hell else? Um, oh. Right, I uh, found a uh, I found a near mint loose copy of Banjo Kazooie: Grunny's Revenge, so I'm finally starting to play that. <laughs> what are you? What, what just you, happened? I found what a just near, happened? I found a near mint loose copy of. So I'm finally starting to play that. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Banjo Kazooie: Grunty's Revenge. Nice. What I was hoping was that it cut out when I said Banjo Kazooie and then E's Revenge. <laughs> So that all you heard was, I'm now playing Grunt. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, since I just happen to have Steam open right now, um, several roguelites. Um, Flint Hook, just because I want to mention Flint Hook. It's so good. I know. <laughs> um, I'm starting to do wasted again because that because that is still a gig's worth of uh, hard drive space, and uh, I've been on that since uh, since it released back in 2015. Cool. And want to get that done with. I would like to say the same for Enter the Gungeon, but that game uh, that game squeezes my testicles in the pudding. So not anytime soon with that. Um, but next to that, a couple more I could drop. Demons Tilt, which is. Uh, which was kickstarted. It was a kickstarted pinball game and and uh, kind of a kind of a callback to the old Naxat pinballs that were available on the TurboGrafx 16. If you remember, Alien Crush, uh, Demons Crush, things like that. Yep. So goddamn good. The music is killer. Awesome. Um, 
let me see. And, uh, you know, probably a bunch of other shit that's not springing to mind immediately because I am dominating the conversation once again. <laughs> Y'all take it away, please. So I, I am currently playing, uh, primarily playing Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, which is goddamn wonderful. Uh, it is so nice to play a game that is 100% a love letter to Suikoden. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a lot like Persona. Like it is, it is this weird blend of Sui Code and Persona and Fire Emblem combat system. It's mm-hmm. really fucking good. It's uh, what's yeah. the Persona or uh, the Persona element? Well, you're managing schedules in the school and teaching the kids and all this other stuff. It, it's wow, really? Oh yeah, huh. yeah. It's really good. It's a really goddamn deep fucking fun game. Um, and uh, there, there's there's some absolute wonderful stuff going on on Twitter with the guy that voices Seth. Uh, if you have not, uh, if you have not seen any of it, uh, he is, he's really funny. Um, and, uh, other than that, I picked up, uh, Guacamelee one, two punch for the switch, uh, because I can never not buy Guacamelee. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I've now officially played that game further on the switch than I have on any other platform. Um, yeah, yeah. and, uh, I really want to beat it so I can finally fucking play Guacamelee too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, such it's such a good fucking game. I mean, one. other than that, like the just the normal stuff, like you know, like you said, Smash and Ultimate mm-hmm. Alliance is is a constant. How far have you gotten in Marvel? Not far. Uh, it, it's it, it unfortunately came out right before Fire Emblem did, and then we went on oh. vacation for a week, uh-huh. and uh, then when I came back, Fire Emblem was here, and I was like, ooh, bright and shiny. So, uh, <laughs> since I am a magpie, that's what happens. Uh, and then, yeah, there's just retro stuff. Like I'm playing some, uh, cause I, 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 uh, used Hackchi on my SNES classic and put a bunch of, uh, ROMs on there. Yeah. Uh, that's and how you do it. Playing a bunch of, uh, beat em ups with Meredith. Like she fucking loves, uh, final fight. Uh, so we're doing that. We've played captain commando, um, some other stuff like that. So yeah. Oh God damn it. She's, she's missed out on like, so many so much. years of quality arcade history. Yeah, I was I was actually Fuck. going to cancel because uh, I've got the the Genesis Mini pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to uh-huh. cancel that, but I was like, I well, fuck no, because I got to get all the Streets of Rage games on there so she can play those. Well, and, like, if you just, can hack cheat a Nintendo, then you should be able to put like Mame and uh, Sega stuff on there, couldn't you? Uh, maybe I don't know. I haven't gone that far. Like the 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 SNES drop-in is so simple; it takes like three minutes to get ROMs on there. Yeah, so it's yeah. easy peasy. Um, hmm. but yeah, so that's, that's happening there. And, uh, uh, what else? I'm going to start, play- I want to start playing punch out on the Wii Cause I, I, I got that again. So I'm going to start playing that again. I love that game. It's, it's so good. Uh, it's, it's, it's even, even if it's like really straightforward and it isn't, it's surprisingly not as yeah. narrow as, uh, as a lot of people uh, make it out to be. It has so much character. Mm-hmm. Like every, like, uh, I don't know if, uh, you know what the 12 principles of animation are. Mm-hmm. Okay, or at least as an idea, you know what they are. Yeah. It's like that entire game was built around that school of thought, so that everything that you're trying to telegraph or uh, or predict or uh, try to uh, try to block against is basically just squash, stretch, and uh, follow through, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's it's such a, it's such a cool uh, cool take on uh, on arcade gaming. Um, I'm looking at the reviews for Fire Emblem here, and this is probably the most well reviewed Fire Emblem. Uh, at least since uh, the Sacred Stones came out, yeah, it's it's that's, it's like no joke spectacular. Like there, there's no that's hi- been a while. <laughs> yeah, no hyperbole in those reviews. Like it's I'm I'm a Fire Emblem fanboy. Like it's uh-huh. I, I love the series. 
It is the best yeah, one. Yeah. Best one they've ever made. It, nice. It's it's, okay. it's absolutely incredible. Because I I dropped off a of Fire Emblem after uh, Sacred Stones because the next one I believe came out for the Cube. Yep. And that's when they started. Uh, that's when they started uh, transitioning away from the uh, traditional um, um, uh, the sprite based yep. graphics. And for some reason, to me, that was enough for me to get to stop playing it. Oh sure, yeah, no, uh, I, I understand I'm, that. I'm a shallow piece of shit, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, in this one, obviously, you're not going to get the sprite-based graphics because it is a full, you know, 3D rendered game. Uh, of course. But the loading screen does have a sprite-based version of your character, mm. which is pretty awesome. So as, <laughs> as it's loading, she or he is running in the lower left corner as the the, the dots fill up. Um, oh, that's cool. So yeah, it's it's great. Uh, mm. What are you playing, Bob? I just restarted Skies of Arcadia Legends. I saw that. You're doing the, the <laughs> Creed Skilled games, man. Just me, no Robbie on this one. Uh, I started with him, and then after 20 minutes, I put it down and said, okay, we're done for the day. And then it, the itch just dug at me. I was like, oh, man, I, I got to pick this game back up. It's so much fun. It really is. And then I realized it it's, it is so much fun, and then it isn't so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the negative stuff just started kicking up the dust. I'm like, oh, that's right. But it's still a yeah. great game. Yep. Oh, but oh, and I'm dead. I have to go back to my last <laughs> checkpoint. <laughs> Welcome to the heartache of retro game enthusiasm. Yep. Because yeah. the games are so good, but sometimes the quality of life systems are not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there have been a few a few games where I have popped them in. Uh, like, I just started because uh, Victor decided he does not want his PS3 anymore. So, hey, Jay finally got a PS3. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was like, oh, hey, you know, this is great because this means I can download those PS1 classics that I had on my Vita that I got rid of mm-hmm. onto my PS3 and start playing those again. So let me let me play... I'm going to start up Sui Code 1 again. And I love that game. With, mm-hmm. I, with every fiber of my being, I, I love that game. That fucking interface system can kiss every square inch of my hairy ass. <laughs> it is so bad. It is so <laughs> terrible. Uh, and it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, I want to play this game, but I have to go through 47 fucking menus... To get to the yeah. point where I need to do this thing, where it could just be triangle. Okay, there we go. We're there. Like <laughs> that. That was me trying to replay Final Fantasy IX like about two years ago. Sure. Uh, because there, the you have all those like a uh, spell assignment uh, sub menus to get into, and I was like, ah man, Final Fantasy IX is so great. <sighs> I don't have time for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like. I just want to play my game. Like this it's is bull. It's it, like Sui Code and One has. It's it's got sixty hours of gameplay. Yeah, but thirty of that is just fucking around in the menus trying to figure something out. Like it's not. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 all of those. It's all of those like uh uh, uh not me not us not being able to put like recollection against reality and us. Knowing that, like playing those games, or remembering that us playing those games was like the best times of our lives. But <sighs> fuck it, how many times? I, I know Bob was telling me about this today. How many times have we like powered through? I don't know how many minutes of like expository dialogue uh, and uh, chapter header uh, boss fights, um, only to like get up to a certain point and then. And then somebody catches you with one of those reductive, like, uh, 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 one hit point spells where you have, like, one hit point left in the entire party. And you're like, I, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> I have no, fi- I have, like, five potions left and I <laughs> saved 40 minutes ago. Yep. I can't save again because you can only save over there. <laughs> you sons yeah. of 
bitches, fuck this. That's exactly what happened to me on the stream. I yeah? go, to, I hit a save point, and so I just power through it. I'm, I'm doing the voices, which one man banding is not an easy tra- task. I was thinking, oh, it's just three characters. No, there's a whole, whole lot more. Uh, so I, I get through two battles, three battles, four battles, a big old boss battle, uh, some kind of journey battle where you just like level grinding. And then I died because, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. <laughs> oh, okay. This is not fun anymore. <laughs> I get the feeling we lost, uh, we lost a major part of the plot right there. <sighs> <laughs> Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're watching the end of you're watching the end of Gone with the Wind, and you see you see a rat carrying Scarlet, and all of a sudden Scarlet's at the bottom of the stairs. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> and what you're kind of hoping is that like Rhett tripped and they both fell down the stairs, and then Rhett kind of to save face climbed back up and didn't help Scarlet at all because he's you know a dick. <laughs> But, you know, the truth is altogether more horrifying if you've ever seen Gone with the Wind. Whew, what a hard movie. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that was kind of the reason why I stopped doing a game streaming, because of uh, all the shticking that you've got to do. Um, yeah. The voices, like, I did a couple of games with the whole voice approach. And I was telling him earlier today that that stopped immediately after I did Corpse Party. Because all the characters in that game are middle schoolers. And the only thing I can do is edgy humor, and it was all very awkward, <laughs> terribly awkward. And I was like, okay, you know what? We cannot do this anymore. <laughs> I never even thought about doing doing voices to a game as I'm streaming it. That never even crossed my mind. I just kind of shticked the like the one time I've streamed playing playing Overwatch. I just mm-hmm. kind of blabbed for an hour. Well, with with Overwatch, you're not yeah, you're not really reading a dialogue. It's you're just shooting here i'll go ahead and fill the audio with that and uh, <laughs> um what more the, do i need to do the i last don't know time, bob the, i'm sorry it's it's really it's funny for us i understand it's frustrating for you but it is really funny on yeah. our end because it's like um all we heard was because with overwatch <laughs> and i kept waiting for the next word to be and then i got hard <laughs> <laughs> The next word, I mean the next phrase, whatever. Um, the last time uh, I actually enjoyed doing game streaming um, was, I think, it was either The Long Dark or something that came afterwards. I remember The Long Dark you were watching, Jay, because you love that game and you're like, um, you're constantly proselytizing about that, which is <laughs> which is good. Um, and I really enjoyed it because like I wasn't sticking off the entire time. I was just like wrapped in exploring that world. Yeah. And then whenever a funny thing happened, it mattered. Yeah. You know, so it, it was actually it was actually entertaining. I think you'd like um, I think you would like that game, Bob. I, I, Long Dark is uh, the very epitome of of survival. It's not a survival horror. It yeah. is. It's just survive. Uh, but what's even what's even cooler about that game is that there is a post apocalyptic story, a narrative assigned yeah. to it. It's just that you don't know. You're out in the middle of the wilderness during uh, in some sort of like a, a snow a snow laden tundra. And you're trying to get from point A to point B, and you are adhering to very strict uh, uh, modes of survival in doing so. Uh, but, but apparently, it's it is some sort of like a ruination game, 
Um, that was after they added the story mode a couple of years ago. If there's any like any sort of like uh, enemies or whatever coming up uh, uh, coming at you, it's usually like bears, wolves, things you would naturally encounter in the wilderness if you were really unlucky. And um, next to that, there are no people, but there are like vestiges of civilization all over the place, and they outfit them. Like typically in a post-apocalyptic game, uh, especially one that's like open world, you're uh, going to see like okay, you can go into this house. But it's going to be like a copy pasta of like a whole, like a litany of other houses that you're going to encounter throughout the course of the game. This one will have like, here's a cabin. It's two stories. Uh, a family or three families of people lived in here. Well, here's another cabin about half a mile away. Seems like a loner lived in here. Maybe a hobo. Who the fuck knows? So there's like all <laughs> this, all this discovery to get into. It's a hell of a game. It really is. Um, but uh, but at the time I was playing it, it was literally just me wandering around like blindly, wondering what the fuck to do. So uh, after I got used to the game systems, there wasn't a whole lot for me to try to discover. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a very cool game. I'd like to get back into it. Well, aside from Skies of Arcadia, I'm also playing uh, Marvel Alliance 3. Mm. And I'm actually further along than I anticipated. Uh... Now, what you guys are trying to get me in on when, the, uh, when we were up at vacation... And, uh, well, it's a good thing that I didn't. Because, Were we? Yeah, you're, well, yeah, I kept looking out for a uh, copy of it uh, at all the uh, video game stores that we were stopping by. Um, wow. And it was funny because, like, I was I was going to get it eventually. But it was kind of on the back burner for a little bit because it's a, it's a marquee game and everyone's playing it and all this other stuff. Um, but Jay sold it to me on this merit and this merit alone. Apparently you can unlock Elsa Bloodstone. Yes, I have unlocked her. Yeah, which wouldn't mean anything to anybody else. But I love comic book B-listers, uh, B and uh, she's kind of like the patron saint of comic book B-listers, so Elsa Bloodstone makes the sale. Mm. Huh. Oh, is he coming back? Maybe? Hey! Uh, yes. yes! Well, that was fun. He has, a, <laughs> he has escaped from the limbo that claims uh, Bob's voice intermittently, and you have both of your eyeballs intact. Uh, so that's great. Discord shit the bed, like hard. Like, <laughs> damn. All right. Well, maybe your camera will work now. Nope. Completely frozen. I look like a fucking dweeb right now on my my screen. So, <laughs> oh, well, there we go. We see video and hear. Okay. You. Well, cool. That's fine then. Great. Uh, hi no, everybody. Right. I'm back from the upside down. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so you so you you said hi to Barb. She's still very much dead. Uh, oh, she's super steward. fucking dead, and no one cares. <laughs> yeah, Barb, Barb's the worst. <laughs> I forgot. It. You're like on the you're like on the strict anti-Barb uh, oh, train. I hate, I hate Barb. Barb's the worst fucking character. She's absolutely <laughs> awful. Team Barb, get the fuck out of here. No one's on Team Barb. Barb isn't on Team Barb. Barb didn't. Barb deserved better. Uh, Barb didn't deserve <laughs> shit. <laughs> Barb's parents gave up on her so quickly. Yeah, her parents didn't care. That's what you need to know about Barb. Barb died, and her parents went, yeah. "Eh, okay, eh, that's too bad." <laughs> she kept stealing her mom's mom jeans. I guess that put her on the shit list. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, let me use this moment to uh, go ahead and pimp my stream out. Later tonight, I will be putting more Legos together. Nice. Because the kids love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes, uh, we were talking about um, Marvel Alliance 3. Where? Where? Where are you doing this? Oh, DLive. Sorry. Uh, MidnightMirth at DLive.com uh, because they won't mute my shit out if I play 
you know, uh, those soothing uh, jazz tones during the stream, which tends to happen a lot. Right now, it's a lot of 80s and prog rock and synth stuff with the occasional lapse into vintage punk. Well, because, because you're putting together the uh, Stranger Things house. That's right. Yeah. And you know what set I will not be putting together when it releases? What's that? The fucking Friends set, because fucking fuck Friends and fucking... What, what is the Friends set? It's it's the cent it's oh. it's the cent Oh no! And what he's the hell? Frozen again. Ah! Son of a bitch! Oh Discord. my god! You know all the shit that we gave Hangouts. At least this never happened. <laughs> yeah, goddammit. Discord, you had so much fucking potential. Ugh. Okay, you know what's really funny is uh, me thinking about how you're going to be able to stitch this together into the podcast Dude, portion this is of gonna this be- thing. This is going to be so fucking brutal. I'll probably just... Well, because you'll still have his voice. It's just that you'll have him going, fuck, shit, cock, dick, discord. Uh, so, okay. Well, while he finds his way back from the upside down yet again, Jay, stay away from the open tree portals. They're, they're, no, they're, they're bad news. Lego announced this last week that their, uh, re- their most recent uh, Lego Ideas set, or at least Lego Ideas like collector set, is going to be the Central Park Um the Central Perk set oh, from the Coffee House Friends, yeah, sitcom. So you get a whole lot. Of this is so much fun. I, I can't wait for you guys to listen to the audio of this and just realize that while Bob and Corey are still talking about whatever, I'm just you know in fucking limbo, trying to get it. You know, I am I am literally in the internet upside down right now. Nothing works. Mysterious. God damn it, Discord. White twenty somethings. And, um, uh, oh, great. And there's the max spinning beach ball of death. This is awesome. And this is just fucking wonderful. So this is exactly what I wanted to happen today. Really, God damn it. I don't have anything against it. I'm probably not going to buy the set because I wasn't a huge fan of Friends anyway. Oh, but I would never expect you to buy the set. Yeah. I mean, it, it does look pretty good. It has a lot of detail pieces to it, but then. I hate Discord. Discord can suck my ass. It's not treating you well, is it? It's really not. It's uh, really not. God damn it. Right. I, I, if um, I wish Slack had something like this. Well, I, br- I brought him up to speed on the uh, on uh, uh, the friend set. Oh, okay, cool, um, good, yeah, fuck that set. And yeah. uh, my uh, my extenuating non grievances against it, which are that it is a set based on a television show that I didn't really watch all that much, instead of a television show that I watched a whole lot. But you know what? It's also building toys, so fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't get worked up over it. <laughs> No, I get worked over over like things well, yeah, that are smaller than do, that. Yeah. Really. Um I really look forward, by the way, when when I upload the audio of this, of mm-hmm. my audio from limbo. Uh, while, <laughs> while you guys are still talking and I'm just swearing incessantly about how Discord can suck my ass and yeah, it's Oh God almighty. I'm probably uh, not gonna edit anything oh, please on don't. this episode. I'll just I'll start with, hey, it's episode sixty five and then go until the yeah, end. That's that's for the best. Oh my god! Um, you said you were simulcasting this to YouTube, uh, right? Well, yeah, I'm streaming it from OBS to YouTube. Interesting. All right, that and is, is not uh, the, that is not what's causing it. No, no, this. no. I'm just wondering what the chat window over on the YouTube side of this looks like right now. Uh, it's a barren wasteland. Oh, okay, cool. So it's normal. That works out. Hi, everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We still have zero engagement, and yet 1,100 subscribers. We had a, a child talking to us earlier. <laughs> that we yeah, told to go that's away. True. Yeah, maybe that's our problem. We tell our listeners to leave. It's <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that can't be it. <laughs> All right.
anyway, so what the hell are we talking about today? Anyway, uh, uh, we're trying to anime. we're trying to corrupt we're trying to corrupt Jay in addition to any uh, uh, preteens that might happen to be watching us at the same time. Um, yes, because and I haven't I haven't really like made this my mission or anything, but um, it's always. Been, I don't, I don't know. How, how would you describe my attitude towards this? Because you were the guy that got me to stop hating anime like way back when. Yep. And what was the one show that you showed me that got me to stop hating anime? Golden Boy! Why did you start hating anime? I mean, aside from all the, the normal tropes? Because up till that point, the only anime that my friends were showing me was fucking hentai. Like, straight up. And this wasn't just like the kind of like a, a, a amicable hentai that you can find just floating around out there nowadays. This was the hard shit. I mean, like Legend of the Overfiend was my second or third exposure to anime after uh, watching The Runner on uh, Liquid Television, and that's a hell of a thing to bring somebody into a uh, a whole a whole different medium on. Uh, it's just like, all right, well, this demon it's a huge boner and he fucking explodes some poor girl from the inside out this is not something i'm going to be getting into on a regular basis i'm sorry and if anybody who's if anybody's never seen legend of the overfiend oh my god it is just so much worse than just being hentai it's fucking it's it's intense it's intense shit i'll just leave it at that Uh, so that's what i knew i call dibs on amicable hentai as a album title by the way as an album title for what band uh uh the quilt museum armadillo Okay. <laughs> that works. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, cover band name jokes. Um, yeah. uh, what the what the fuck? Uh, so, yeah, that was what I thought anime was. And then you show me Golden Boy, and I look at the back, and I'm like, I don't, don't, I fucking, I'm, step, I'm washing my hands of this shit. You fucking creeper, you. And this is before we, you know, knew each other that well. Yep. Um, so he's like, no, I swear to God, this is the joint. You need to watch it. And then I watched it and I fell in love with it. So um, afterwards, I was still kind of like at arm's length with it. like. Mm. Uh-huh. And then Adult Swim happened. Uh-huh. And, well, actually, something happened before Adult Swim. Uh, Chris showed me Trigun. And I was like, this is cute. This is a Western, but it's a space opera. And the localization is really funny. Uh-huh. All right, you win. Two points for you fuckers. And then I saw Cowboy Bebop. And all bets were off at that point. And then all bets were off, yeah. <laughs> After Cowboy <laughs> Bebop happened, I was like, all right, I'm going to pay attention to Japan now. <laughs> so my, my start with anime started back at Suncoast, which, which is a store I desperately miss, uh, despite the fact that their shit was so expensive. Um, also, yeah. And yeah, I, I liked a lot of the stuff they had. I liked Golden Boy. I liked the Street Fighter stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fatal Fury was fun. Um, Trigun was great. Uh, mm-hmm. but where I started to disconnect from anime, uh, is when, uh, like Cartoon Network went hard on just showing like Dragon Ball Z for about nine years. And Sailor Moon. And no, see, Sailor Moon's fine. I like Sailor Moon. I have no so, problem yeah, with Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon's, Sailor Moon's, Sailor Moon's good Moon's shit. Legitimate. Uh, yeah. like I like Sailor Moon. I like Cardcaptor Sakura. I like all that shit. I hate Dragon Ball. Uh-huh. I fucking hate Dragon Ball. I do not like it. Don't like the lore. I like uh, well, what's what's the green dude? Piccolo. Yeah, yeah. I like Piccolo. What? That's it. Hard stop. Is it like? <laughs> well, it's not just it's not just the Dragon Ball. It's not just Dragon Ball itself, but the, like that whole shonen format. You began you began to think that anime was just that for a long time because well, that's all that was shown over here. That was my only stuff yeah. that I had that uh, in, any option because because by this time Suncoast had oh. closed. You know, Suncoast yeah, was gone, right. dead and dead and buried. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. Uh, and then and so then there was Lupin. Lupin came around, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, Lupin's great, but I don't. I'm not going to watch a ton of anime because. Well, the thing is, is that our first exposure to Lupin was the Red Jacket, which is not sure. It's like the cl- it's like the classic Lupin, but it's also like Scooby Doo Lupin. Yeah. So you didn't quite know what the whole idea was about. You just knew that there was like three assholes and one asshole chick. Uh-huh. Uh, who was who was <laughs> somehow a bigger asshole than the rest of these three assholes combined? Yes, um, <laughs> they were just getting up to like all sorts of like hijinks and shit, and then they meet the Loch Ness monster. Nothing makes sense, and every once in a while, the guy in the red jacket steals some stuff. But the localization was really good. It really was. It really was. <laughs> yeah, but red jacket was weak sauce. It was. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I did. I fell. I fell out with anime. It was. I, I started watching more American animation. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff like that was on Adult Swim that was not anime and was the right. uh, the stuff that's being produced over here. And then, you know, we had the advent of all the, the like the Disney television renaissance of animation with Phineas and Ferb and stuff like that. And by this point, I had a kid. So it was mm-hmm. like, well, I can either watch Dragon Ball with him and hate myself and I'll probably, you know, fucking hang myself from the rafters or I can watch yep. Phineas and Ferb and Gravity Falls and, you know, Star mm-hmm. vs. the Force of Evil and shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it is a case of... I, I appreciate anime mm-hmm. uh, it, because back in my day, kids, we called it Japanimation. Uh, oh my god! Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, and the, yeah, and it isn't that dignified. And, and, and I appreciate anime, and there is stuff that I want to watch. I mentioned I, I'd like to I'd like to watch One Piece because One Piece, at least the lore and the characters are interesting to me. Um, yeah, but, but if you ain't digging Dragon Ball, you ain't digging One Piece. Well, One Piece is also thing. daunting because there's like nine thousand episodes or some shit like that, where it's like, uh, that's right. Yeah, I don't. If I start this, I'm gonna finish it when I'm ninety, and I, I don't want to be watching fucking One Piece when I'm ninety. So yeah, I mean, there's a Steam library to, to consider. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> in it, lieu of that, it, it's I, I just I want I want ideas of stuff to watch, and you you had mentioned something on our Slack channel uh, of Samurai Champloo. Which mm-hmm. I'm interested in because I, rem- I remember mm-hmm. hearing about that one at one point. It's like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch that. That sounded pretty cool. Yep. So that's a good one. So I want ideas um, like FLCL. I'd like to watch because I've seen a couple episodes of that with you, but I've never actually sat down and like watched it. Ooh. Oh, okay. Well, get ready for an experience there. You might want to <laughs> have a drink at the. You might want to have a drink at the ready for that one. Well, that's not uh, a problem. Saying. It's a very short watch too because it's an OVA, uh-huh. original video animation, which typically. Amounts to about a movie's runtime length of content, but it's uh, it's separated much like a you know a television serial would be. So those tend to be about six episodes long. Uh, Consider the same length of like the first season of Castlevania, sure. things like that. Uh, that's FLCO, uh, which I will say do watch anyway, even if you fucking hate it, because among anime, that thing stands pretty goddamn tall. Sure. No matter how you approach it. Well, I, I love I love the design work on the stuff I've seen for FLCL. Like it's fucking it, stunning. Like you're gonna love the soundtrack. I can guarantee cool. you that's where you that's where your joint's gonna be. Um, but even like the, the thing about the thing about FLCL was that it was like a vanity project for the creators of Gainax once they stopped working on Evangelion because up to that point that was pretty much like their entire mill, you know. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, they were like, oh, God, aren't we done with, like, torturing these poor kids? <laughs> so so one of the directors on on Ava, this was not like a um, – uh, this wasn't – oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, the one that's – the director that's usually associated with Gain Axe. It wasn't his project. It was one of the directors that were kind of, like, under him throughout that entire show. Like the show. second like, unit guys. Exactly, yeah. He was like, okay, how about this? 
We make six episodes of this stuff. It's random as shit. But once you get to the last episode, you're like, ooh, that's super deep. Or not. <laughs> but the music was really good and the animation kills. I got I gotta think I gotta think that's that's a hell of a pitch for something right there. Like, yeah. like give me your pitch. <laughs> that. Fuck yes. it. Yeah, go for it. I can't even say no to that. That's <laughs> Because, because everybody at Gainax worked on it at, in at least some, in at least some capacity. This was their way of cutting loose. Okay. After being locked into the, like this emotionally dis, just you know stressful formula for several years, you know, I think Bob and I were gonna like flip flop while while you like take down notes or some shit. I don't really know how you were gonna handle it yourself. So so I I want suggestions from each of you. Like so so the stuff I right. like I like uh, I, I like stuff that I can watch with Victor. I think that would be great. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be. No. It doesn't have to be clean. Like it doesn't have to be completely, you know, fucking Disneyfied. But something, something that I can at least put on and not feel like a creeper that my ten year old is watching it with me. Um, I like, I like fantasy. I like sci fi. I like uh, fighting, uh, heists, uh, romance is fine. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Bring me stuff. Bring me ideas. All right. Well, you know that the Lupin movies are worth watching. Well, I've only seen Castle of Cagliostro, which I loved. I thought you saw my, uh, Nostradamus with me also. Is that the one with the clocks? It's well, no, that's Cagliostro. But uh, I remember uh, we were sitting in uh, we were sitting in the Tally Ho house, and I kept like bringing up how the director that worked on Nostradamus was one of the uh, show directors for Tiny Toons yes, and Animaniacs right. yep. and such. Yeah, um, that was a good one. It was like straight up Red Jacket, but it was like one of the better Red Jacket adventures. Don't remember it, but um, I'd like to watch it again. <laughs> The animation was really good, if anything else. Okay. Um, and Tokyo Crisis would be another safe bet because it does like big feel and ambiance like crazy. Okay. That's that's another good one. Um, I'll throw it over to Bob really quick because uh, I don't want to dominate this. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You're probably more knowledgeable about this anyway. Yeah, I can only recommend you know, stuff maybe. that I've seen and that I kind of liked. And one of the, the first uh, series I got into after I started this whole... Re- rebirth of anime love, I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, I watched. I'm not going to call Voltron an anime, even though Golion is, but it's it's a separate show. It's definitely 100 percent American compared to Golion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first animes I ever saw was the OVA of Battle Angel, which was back in the early 90s. That's what got me hooked in the character so much. Uh-huh. But right, that's a classic, and that's one I haven't even seen. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I think. That and Akira were pretty much the introduction to all of Western culture of anime. But there is a show out. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll that I highly suggest. And I've, I've said it before in the Slack, but I'll just say it here. Mm-hmm. Restaurant to Another World. This is an incredibly soothing series about cooking. Okay, cool. I just added that one, too. I've only gotten like five minutes into the first episode because I was, uh, I was, I was curious to get a chip off of it. And I was like, all right, this is the next one I'm going to see. As soon as I'm done with Domestic Girlfriend. Okay. Now, if we're going to... See, here's what I want to do. I just typed in Alita Battle Angle. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Geometry uh, Show. All right. Seeing as how we've got this at our disposal, I figure we might as well put them here. Uh, TV shows, Channel Cretans Guild on Discord. Uh... I don't know how other people hop into this bitch, but uh, there it is. So, Restaurant at the End of the World is the one that Bob put out. Um, I'm not quite ready to put out Domestic Girlfriend just yet. That one's a little heavy. 
It's a little heavy. It's not because it's emotional, but because like some very real shit happens in the middle to almost the end of it. And you definitely can't watch it with Victor in the room. Okay. For at least one episode. It's not they don't get gross or anything, but they get really they get really human. Sure. About relationships. Okay. In it. Okay. Uh in its stead, I will throw out Ah, damn it. Something romance-based. Ah, la, 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 la. High score girl. What's up? High score girl. No, I was going to throw a high score girl regardless. I was trying to build up to that, oh. but fuck it. All right. It is romance. You're right. It is romance-based. This is the one that I think Jay ought to watch first. Okay. Even before FLCL. And here's why. This is the pitch. Um, The year, 1990. Good start. The scene. Yes. <laughs> Japanese arcades. Uh, before arcades became like a niche interest, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Uh, it's a, it's a story about two middle schoolers, uh, who, uh, share a mutual love of all things arcade gaming. And, um, they don't really skimp on the, uh, the references or any of that stuff either. It is actual arcade games. They get footage from street fighter. They get footage from final fight. They get footage from anything that they could get cooperation from, uh, with the, uh, with the content rights holders. Nice. So that includes a lot of people. That's Square Enix. That's Capcom. That's Konami. It's a lot of people that took part in this whole production. Um, and the reason I'm suggesting it is because, A, the content or the subject matter itself is already enough of a foot in the door for you. Mm-hmm. Fucking nostalgia in video games. Okay, well, there you go. That's the appetizer. Fine. Um, B, because I think it serves... It's done in this kind of a quasi-2D, 3D animated style that serves as kind of like a reorienting... Uh, reorientation to somebody who hasn't watched anime in a long time and therefore hasn't seen uh, the organic evolution of the medium into what it is now. Now, it's not to say that anime is like 100% 3D animated. Uh, A lot of stuff is pretty traditional. Still, you can look on Crunchyroll and see that for yourself. But this one is, and it also is kind of an indicator as to how a lot of uh, anime nowadays uses 3D in staging and, uh, uh, and composition and stuff. So there's that. It's got a very distinctive style based off of uh, very 90s era Ashcan sorts of comic books. Um, and it also isn't uh, full of shit. Cool. It, does, it doesn't do cheap <laughs> emotional pulls or anything like that. As a matter of fact, uh, the third episode, I didn't expect to like cry during any of it, but the third episode got me really damn close. Okay. <laughs> and Bob knows what I'm talking about immediately. Um The only thing I don't like about it is that it's a season one thing and it's on Netflix. So we don't really know if the narrative continues or not. Gotcha. Okay. Um, And that's one thing you're going to have to get used to getting into anime again is being short shrifted on a second season, especially if the first season is goddamn good. (laughs) It's like it's like the BBC. I get it. Right. Yes. (laughs) So high score girl is the one that I would put at the top of the anime food pyramid for you. Okay. All right. All right. What else you got for me, Bob? All right. Let's see, there's another series that I just started. I'm going to back away from the mic, so maybe it'll stay. Uh, let's see. It's a uh, another... I'm halfway through it, so I don't really know all the details as of yet, but it's called March Comes In Like a Lion. March Comes In Like a Lion? Okay. What's the promise? Or premise? You see, that one's really difficult, because it's about this 17-year-old kid, and they're unraveling his past one episode at a time. Okay. And he's going through what seems like forms of depression or loneliness. It's a little hard to figure out. He's got he has like this entire family that helps him take care of him and whatever. But he has he's also a professional 
uh, chess player. So he has his own apartment. So something happened at one point in his life, and it's just showing the progression of how he's dealing with going to school, dealing with his own his own mental health, trying to figure things out on his own at such a young age. Sure. So it's light on the laughs and light on the frivolity. It's very light on the okay. laughs. There are some in there. Mm-hmm. Like for one mm-hmm. part, they had a pair of cats walking around and they, for some reason, gave them voices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I did. I thought it was like one of the kids talking at first. I was like, why is this kid saying he's hungry? Oh, it's the cats. <laughs> All right. Good old Japan. All right. Of course. Of course. All right. Um, so what we've got so far is Alita Battle Angel OVA, High Score Girl, and Restaurant to Another World. And uh, this one was called March Comes In Like a Lion. Yeah. Yes. I put I put Castlevania back on the list. I'm going to give that another shot. Um, Without Victor. Just because it's Castlevania. I, I, yeah. I think I should. Um, and I know you had... Just because it's a castle... Okay. You, you had said that the the second season really fucking kind of kicked shit into overdrive. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't think I gave that a fair shot, and I started watching. Um, I, it's a weird comparison, but I don't think mentally I was there to watch an anime at the time when I started it, and I started uh, My Hero Academia after that, which I uh-huh. which I dig. So uh-huh. I, I think it's just it's I'm gonna give it another shot and try it again. So okay. Oh, that said, as much as I love Castlevania, the one point that you brought up earlier about it is that the sound design was crap. Yeah. And that is 100% true. Okay. I don't know who worked on the audio for that show, but he either needs to go back to full sail or fucking step aside. <laughs> yeah. It, anyway. That's that's the hardest thing about it is the the voices are shit. Like, it's it's laughably bad. And the the, the, the just top to bottom, the audio is not good. It, it's just... The audio sucks. I like the vocal performances. It's just that you can barely hear them. Uh, I, and maybe that's why I don't like them is because I can't hear them well. Um, the yeah. mixing is not good. Exactly. That's a part of the craft that a lot of people don't really pay attention to, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you can hear the people, it's fine. It's like, well, in this case, I can't even hear the motherfuckers. So, I don't know. Revamp, yeah. please. Just approach it from another angle. Do what you can. Uh, stop buying your audio equipment from pawn shops. <laughs> And start taking this element of production seriously. Cool. What can I say? Do you think we should should we suggest to him Shield Hero? Because I can't think of why not. Ah, oh, God, I really like that one. I really like that one. It's just that has been one of my is, favorite animes of all time. It is fantasy. It is fantasy. Okay. It's just it's kind of heavy too. So I don't well, know. Heavy doesn't bother me. Like I don't I don't need to have a laugh a minute as I'm watching this stuff. You know, and it's it's not that I'm going to be watching with Victor the whole time. It's just, if I have uh-huh. it on, I want him to be able to come in and not be like, Hey, look, giant anime titties. It's, you know, I want <laughs> <laughs> there. There's no, there is a little bit of language. There is no nudity. Uh-huh. And there is one adult situation near the beginning that sets up the, the, the rest of the episodes. The, uh, and by, uh, by, I'm typifying heaviness as in uh, subject matter. It's not, I don't think there's a lot of edge to it, okay. to be honest with you. It's pretty soft as far as like adult oriented animes go. Sure. It's just that uh, throughout the course of the story, like if Victor's watching it with you, he's going to get bored out of his mind because a ton of it does have to do with like uh, uh, socio exposition. Well, socioeconomic political uh, stories. That's as fine. Well. That's, that sounds yeah. amazing. Like, that's like, that's fine. Yeah, that's good for you. I knew you'd be able to get into that on that angle because, but he's going to be like, wow, that's three episodes, dad, of this guy roaming the countryside and selling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Sure. 
It was a good one. It's it's one of my favorite animes out of the last at least five years. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to throw one out. Uh, everybody in your house can watch this. It is a trigger anime, and yet it is not offensive, not even mildly. Little Witch Academia on Netflix. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because this is Trigger, who's known for, like, really edgy and hyper-stylish sort of production values, trying to do Miyazaki. Okay. And it worked really fucking well. Okay, cool. So, that's the one I'm going to throw out there for me. I'm going to throw a curve into the proceedings here and throw one at Bob that I just thought of. Da-da-da. Yes. (laughs) Because, well, both of you can get in on this, but I'm pretty sure that Victor's not going to be able to watch it. Pop Team Epic is what happens when a, uh, well, when a webcomics artist tries to ape the style of late 90s dissensionist, uh, super postmodern comics uh, into, you know, a Japanese comic. And it's uh, very much like Milk and Cheese, except it uh, features two, I don't even know, I don't even know to call them human, really. They look like oh, girls. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the thumbnails here. Yeah, you are? (laughs) Good, okay. Uh, There's one with a traditional anime guy, and then one with one of the girls, and they look like they were done by two different artists. Uh, That's pretty much the entirety of Pop Team Epic's visual style, yes. Um, It's very much, it's it's a, if Japan had a, if Japan had an answer to Milk and Cheese or Lobo or Ambush Bug or whatever the fuck, it would be Pop Team Epic. So that's for both of you. Cool. Right. It's also really short. I think each of the episodes are like five minutes or so. All right, give me one more, Bob. One more. One Make more. Make it nice. Okay. Ooh, I, I should have saved Rising of the Shield Hero then. Well, you did, honestly, right? That, I, I, well, I should have saved that for now because oh. that has been one of my favorite animes of all time. Okay. Uh, let's see. That Victor can watch. I'm going through my list. Okay, not... Oh. Um, I think this one's safe. Gee, gee, gee. No Kataro. Oh, Gigage no Kataro. Um, yeah. That one is about yokai and a, yes. and a little boy who's friends with them. And that's a really good fucking suggestion because that is a, a revitalization anime of a of a of a very long running uh, manga. Cool. Um, yeah, it's how, how to describe this too. It's it's very it's very Disney esque in its approach, even though it doesn't look or you know, resemble Disney in any way, shape or form. But you know that yokai are, uh, yokai are basically, uh, not Japanese cryptids, but Japanese legends. Uh, that's, and I want to say it's like their Bigfoot, but again, it's tied more closely to a lot of their, uh, mythology to their mythology. Thank you. Yes. And the comic books, the comics have been going for about as long as like Lupin and Kinikuman have. Holy shit. Um, yeah, but the, uh, but the anime was like, I don't know if the anime was like lost to the, uh, the the erosive sands of time or whatever, but no streaming service has ever been able to like uh, carry the old anime. And this one was created like within the last two to three years or so as uh, kind of like a revitaliz- like a revitalization of it, like I just said. Okay. Um, With modern so th- themes. So there's that and kind of leapfrogging off of that. The Lupin Blue Jacket stuff is a pretty safe bet as well. Um, and kind of the, you know, the same arena, I guess. Coming back to classic manga, but uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. Thanks, Bob. Cool. All right, so we got all of them. I'm gonna throw this out there just for shits and giggles. Um, what kind? What anime would you suggest if Victor were say staying over at somebody's house for a couple of days? Would you go classic? Because a lot of classic shit you can't watch in front of kids. 
I mean, it's always Goblin Slayer. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I can guarantee you right now the dude is not going to be into the Goblin Slayer, like, at all. It's basically, all right, imagine oh, somebody oh, took, uh, like, the medieval stuff from the old heavy metal comics and then gave it to Japan. Nah. No. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here's one, then. Fairy tale. Right. Fairy tale. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has to be somebody at fucking at, at, at Discord doing this because oh. the comedy timing on this is too good. And what's even better is that we can see we can see you talking, Bob. But the only thing that we heard was the and uh, <laughs> we heard here's one. I'm done. That's it. That's all we heard. Oh god damn it. Um all right. One more time for the hose at home. All right. Fairy tale. No. I I don't know. What's that? He he tried again and the audio cut out again. Oh my fairy tale. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Okay. Fairy tale. Fairy tale. Fairy, fairy fucking tale. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I've never heard of fairy tale, so I'm going to put that down on the list too. All right. Uh, Before before Bob has a coronary, I'm going to begin to wrap this up. Um, Thank you guys for the suggestions. I'm going to I'm going to start high high score girl uh, probably tonight actually after uh, after takeover. All right. Uh, So this Mm -hmm. was episode sixty five of the Cretans Guild podcast. Uh, I am Jay, and with me always, as I said, is Bob and Corey. Thank you guys for (laughs) listening to us today. Uh, be sure to follow us uh-huh. on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, where we are at Cretans Guild. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, just search Cretans Guild, and you can come join us. Uh, there is a Discord server. There will be a link in the description below. I'm sure Bob will put it there. Oh, and before we forget, I wanted to throw this out there real quick. Last week, we started up a Patreon page, and on the very first day, we had a supporter. Keith Gawa of the Pop-Up Filmcast has become our very first Patreon. So, Keith, we're not only going to send you some swag, but we're also going to send our love and our thanks. And I suggest everybody go search them out, Pop-Up Filmcast. It's a unique podcast. you got to check it out for yourself. It's very creative. You're going to love it. And uh, be sure to let us know what games you're playing, what animes to watch. Give us suggestions on things. Uh, Crumb, please. I have a 10-year-old. I don't want any suggestions from you. Um... <laughs> or at least not ones that I that that will get me committed by by, by CPS. Uh, uh, please uh, be sure to like and subscribe as always. Let us know what you think. Uh, give us reviews on iTunes. We thrive on your information and your feedback. Uh, and as always, uh, welcome to the guild and enjoy your nipple fingers. This podcast is part of the Somebody's Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Ah, uh, Discord can suck my ass. Holy shit. <laughs>